Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number. That will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to wait to the next commercial break uh, to find out about the jacket uh, that Barbara Scully was telling us about. Uh, 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 radio interfered uh, with our actual real life. Barbara and Declan are here uh, once again. Uh, the dream team has been uh, got back together. Uh, and they're Did you talking, hear that, Declan? Yeah. Dream yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, your dream yeah. sister okay. over here, okay? Bit, bit of niggle, I should tell you. And with the dream team today, you know, separate trainers. I need to just perhaps. Smack it back into yeah. shape. That was Barbara's all. just very jealous when she sees me online with with other, <laughs> other contributors. Women. Yes, yeah, I, I know. Like, it's like, true, you know. Yeah. You know, but I'm, I'm so, but well, yeah, but she maybe you didn't at the start kind of make out that, like, you know, you didn't make it, it clear was an that you're relationship. Yeah, it was. Yes, I mean, she's not monogamous. Yeah. God's sake, Barry, get woke. Anyway, I've been dating my girl friend for about six months now our half year anniversary uh, after our half year anniversary I noticed that she started becoming very couply I'm really happy about this because I'm mad about her but the thing is this because we're now an official couple she feels that we need to be able to be totally free and comfortable around each other in theory I agree with this but I didn't expect what has materialised she breaks wind constantly on the couch when we're watching TV during sex and even when we're eating Wow. Even when we're eating, but not even when we're having sex. Anyway, that's just my observation. Uh, Every time she does it, she does a cutesy little laugh and says, I have gas. As if what she has just commented on is some way adorable. I laugh out of embarrassment. I don't know how much more of this I can take. I feel like I need to bring her to a gastroenterologist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Are we meant to believe that this letter is from a man who does... Can I say the F word? The other F word? Like the not breaking... Fart word. Yeah, 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 that's okay. No, you can't. I just thought when it was breaking wind, I thought, are we we meant to refer to it as breaking wind? But is this from a man who doesn't fart? yeah. He doesn't fart. Well, no, I'm sure he does, but maybe, like... But yeah. it sounds like this woman's been holding it in for six months. <laughs> and then, but like, I mean... Is that a thing? Women yeah. fart as much as of men do. Of course they do. Yeah, yeah. Of course I they mean, do. she's just let rip, whereas most women, you know, test their muscles <laughs> uh, more, perhaps, than... than maybe they feel comfortable or they, they should. Um, so she's just very comfortable <laughs> around that. Um, but I don't think... I mean... I don't know. I would imagine this woman is very comfortable in her own skin, probably grew up in a house where farting wasn't a big problem, wasn't an issue. They all, okay. you know, they all parfed all the way and sat down and had dinner and parfed all through dinner and whatever. And so she's kind of, she's kind of comfortable with being able to fart away. Um, and I mean, the only issue I'd have with it is if there was noxious fumes like that, you know, cleared her room every time she did it. Then I could kind of understand it. But like, I, they're probably little, little farts I don't really see what the problem is here like this is where you end up anyway when you've been in a relationship for a long time it seems they've kind of gone on the express route they've got there a lot earlier than probably most couples would but eventually you get there Yeah. and as you get older you've less control so you're going to be there all the time (laughs) (laughs) normally would it not be the case that you might have you might try and walk out of the room or you know but but if she's used to like if her if her reality was that she never had to do that, she's kind of going, what's the problem? Of course I fart, you fart, and I fart, and there you go. But she waited six months before she introduced yeah. them to she's that now, now, yeah. <laughs> But she was probably dying to get to that place where she could just be herself. 
Do you know, I, a few a few months back, I read a thing in the paper about um, a Brazilian influencer or maybe Portuguese influencer who ended up in hospital because they were holding in their farts yeah, for so long. And I was a bit like, oh, OK, well, you know, clearly there is the potential that trying to do the right thing by the people that you're around by not, you know, committing that social sin can actually be itself inflicted wound <laughs> you know you can yeah, actually absolutely. wind yourself into hospital so from that point of view <laughs> you know I'm on her side but I'm also like I do kind of understand where he's coming from that he kind of feels you know that the the curtain has been whipped away and then now there's an old man behind controlling controlling the machine <laughs> and he's, and he's like, if I can use a Wizard of Oz reference there in case you're thinking I'm saying something even more weird um, yeah that he's kind of going oh it's a bit too, it's a bit too fast to get to that comfortable because comfortable isn't always sexy. Yeah, but I mean, if he says that he's mad about her and he's delighted that they're now an official couple and all the rest of it, and this is the only issue, what I'm saying is this isn't yeah, an issue. Yeah, but there's different levels of mad about you, isn't there? There's mad about you going, oh, every time you walk into the room, you know, when you're dressed up and you look amazing, you make my heart sing. Every time you talk and you laugh, you make me feel something. It's not the same as I've been with you for 50 years and, and I'm really glad I made that choice even though you break wind at every opportunity yeah. <laughs> you can. He's not saying every time she, every time she shifts her arse cheek and yeah, points yeah. in my direction oh. my little heart flutters with yeah, delight. exactly. Does he have a problem? You know? I kind of feel there's a slight sexist thing to this no, though as well no. because no. she's a woman. No, no. no. But like, most men start was, unless I just went out with particularly windy men back in the day. No, but everybody farts. farts. Of course they do. Yeah. Of course they do. It isn't and about they don't that. Most people would try to, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong here, but most people would try to go not at dinner. Uh, um, You know, you'd go to the toilet and rip off one then, then come back because of my room. And like farting when you're having sex, really. Is, yeah, yeah, it's not great. Unless it's a technical well, reason yeah. for it. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I knew no. you'd go there. No, I know. But I mean, I don't. <laughs> I'm so glad to be go back here, back here. My head will be. How do you even know here. that? Anyway, uh, yes. anything about anything. That's saying. why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the balance to. to uh, I still think there's. So you, you I think, think he's overreacting. I think he's overreacting. For God's yeah. sake, get over it. If everything else is fine, and if there isn't the noxious fumes thing, you know, yeah. if there isn't like a no, holy you know god, though? sometimes though it, it, it's about the the idea that you don't want to make an effort for me anymore. Is is at the root of this? It's not about farting. It's about I want to feel but like. But is it like? I mean, does that mean then that like he she wakes up in the morning and she's no makeup on and he said, "Oh, you don't make an effort for me anymore." Well, he's not saying that. No, I think it's more like if he's breaking out in front of her and she's doing it and he thinks that she's the one that's that's breaking some kind of unwritten rule. But obviously there is a complete, you know, But you not just there. think it's because, again, men have this idea that women shouldn't do those kind of things that are no, considered because, to be kind of a bit not ladylike. No, because like I'm a gay man who's in a relationship with another man and we still had that issue of like you know what, what, at what stage you get when you're talking to each other at this stage Barbara that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking that I'm, talking about, I'm going out with Angie for 20 you know one years or whatever there's still a point when you you start feeling that certain things and there's many of those things 
are comfortable or, or, or not and you're because you're still trying to kind of present yourself 20 years later yeah well I'm not saying that I'm doing it now Barbara you're deliberately messing around Barbara and I'm going to get you back okay right <laughs> so how long were you together before farting was okay I don't know I don't think it was that long but I mean but the, yeah. but the point of the matter is, is that all, QED all, yeah. yeah but I'm, I'm particularly I'm like the woman here I'm probably a bit yeah. <laughs> you're a bit squeamish about farting ends, you know but I, all things but she didn't fart in front of him for six months so one assumes that like she's you know, relaxed now yeah. Go, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to pretend I'm not farting anymore. If I have a fart, I'll fart, and that's fine. So and he's making like, a big yoke about one it. One assumes like if she, if he brings her down to meet his mother, or she's something, not going to fart her way there. through the house, I presume. Yeah. Or if they're yeah. out for dinner in but company, she won't. Isn't it, yeah, but they're in it. Like if she thinks like I'm comfortable, I think you should take it as a compliment <laughs> that she feels. Could he not enough. just say, not during dinner? Maybe or, not or during sex. dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe not during dinner. Yeah. Maybe not during dinner. I mean, there's loads of ways, though. It's like, you know, there's loads of ways in relationships that these little things of, like, can you not make an effort, you know, whether it's... They should get a dog. Because <laughs> then you can blame the dog. That wasn't me, that was the dog. Does that not happen in your house? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's past that one now. Okay. okay. We have a child. We can blame her. Okay, uh, yeah, um, there you go. Yeah. She blames us yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. But, no, the thing is, though, his problem is that he hasn't said it to her. He laughs out of embarrassment like an idiot. Yeah. I think that's also a, an indication of the stage that they're at with their relationship and that's that's kind of what I'm, I keep coming back to the same point. They're at a stage of their relationship where he feels that they're behaving in a way that's too soon and even the, the fact that he's laughing when he doesn't feel like laughing is a, is, is a kind of a social artifice. It's fake and it's because they're not at the stage where he can be like, you know, he can actually say what he's really thinking which is <laughs> you know, that's so what he wants to say. Maybe uh, no, but actually, yeah, because I think there might be something in in, in the the sexist thing in the sense that yes. he's too embarrassed to actually talk about farting with it, a girl. With a girl, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you because think so? there might yeah. be something there? Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I think I don't there know. is. I, mean, I think there is. I think you should get over. It's not a big issue. Seriously, it's not a big problem. Do you know, you're going there anyway. You've just gone on the rapid route there quicker than you had ex- anticipated. There you go. Yeah. You know, you might as well get used to it now and then you won't get used to it. Whenever it's... Pardon? Oh, sorry, that was from Shakespeare, by the way. That was being... Sorry. The Merchant of Venice, it's like, you know, we all do that, is what I meant to say. What did you say? Does a shoe not... Does a Jew not lead? It's oh, like, oh, yes. It's just something about a shoe. Sorry yeah. for being cultured, Barbara. Okay, yeah. just, it's a fart, not a sweet by any other name. Show, show or a sour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, there you go, yes. There you go. High culture and low culture <laughs> beautifully mixed together. So he should talk to her, really. No, he should just get over himself. All right, okay, just not mention it just at all. Just get over yourself. She farts so what? Maybe if she farts during dinner, say, look, if you didn't let one go when we're having dinner puts yeah, me off a little yeah. bit that's fine don't make a big deal out of it it's not a big deal not a big yeah, deal yeah no I agree that it's not a big deal no. I do agree that it's not so, a big deal yeah. I just think that you know it's like if, if it bothers him in some way yeah he, he will get to a point where he's going to have to say it because it could be actually that if we for example we acknowledge that there's an element of kind of uh old fashioned maybe sexist thing going on and that's the kind of person that he and wants so maybe there is somebody thing. out there that's going to you know hold it all in oh like god and, end up, and then you know get health insurance then yeah how many could you claim for that from the health insurance really it hasn't farted in two years yeah you know is it pre-existing condition I'm a woman in my late 60s. I lost my husband over a year ago. We have no children. We got married when I was 22 and did everything together. 
I'm very shy and not the most sociable. So if I'm honest, uh, the friends I, that I had with my husband were very much his friends and their partners. And I haven't seen much of them since he passed away. After he died, I didn't want to socialise or meet new people. But now, 16 months later on, I really want to make new friends and have some type of social life. I was never one to have a best friend or a gang of women to pal around with. How do I make friends? This is really hard, isn't it? This, this yeah. kind of makes me feel really sad because the world is full of different kinds of people. Some people are by, by nature more extrovert. Some people are just quieter. And often we couple up with somebody who's going to, you know, yeah. counterbalance whatever our natural inclinations are. Um, and I think what's happened here is after a long relationship, she's now found herself on her own and realising that she doesn't have the, she doesn't feel she has the skills to be able to get those elements into her life that her husband, you know, was able to, to bring into their, their, rela- mm. their, their lives. Um, obviously as well is that when you're, when you're much younger, it's much easier to make Friends, when you're five and six, you're in school sitting beside people all the time. You're That's much younger. All right, no, I mean, yeah. I'm I talking about when you're a child, a young adult. But when yeah. you become, when you become older, uh. when you've got limited accesses access to the places where friendships and relationships develop, such as a workplace or a university or school or whatever it is, you end up having to kind of almost contrive the ways in which you can be with people for the prolonged amount of time that develops the familiarity with them that allows a relationship to develop. Um, Often, you know, we hear people saying, oh, you should just reach out, say hello to people. But, you know, if you're by nature, you're a kind of an introvert person, it can feel like a lot of an emotional investment to kind of go mm. to, to make the first talk. And mm. it can also come across as a bit, you know, full mm. on and a bit creepy going, hi, you know, would you mm. like to go for coffee with me? You know, all yeah. that kind of stuff is a bit much. So the, the simplest way for this person, I think, would be to find themselves in a situation where it's just it's easy, it's natural. And the, the level of, of kind of interaction that she can do naturally is is enough to be in the situation, which is things like evening courses, maybe there's doing, you know, going to study or something where she's in a room with people yeah. where their focus is on something else. So you can then naturally just get to know somebody over a longer period of, t- period of time. But maybe that's not what she's into. And that's the problem here is that it's one of those things where you go, you know, it, mm. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it, it's a big effort no matter what. It's not going to come really easily and that's that's I think that's mm. the, both the problem and the source of the solution yeah I mean like you yeah I read that I read this letter and I thought oh god you could feel your heart breaking a little yeah. bit because yeah, you know you tough. could really identify with it and it is hard and, and first of all condolences on the loss of your husband which is still uh, reasonably uh, reasonably recent um, but I think the positive thing that I would take from the letter is that this woman is recognising the fact that she's now moving on that she's moving into True. a new phase of her yeah. life and that's yeah. a positive Great. that she understands that you know that she that when he died first that she didn't want to socialize but she she's now coming to that place now where she's ready to to go out and socialize and she understands and realizes that for whatever circumstances, partly because women of that age, <coughs> says she only a few years behind her, but anyway, women of that age very often got married very young and so they didn't have, you know, the friendships became all about family and, you know, mm. your husband or whatever. Um so I think that's a really big positive that you, you, you see that. And I think I would echo what you said, Declan, is that I think if you keep the focus on I need to make friends in order to do stuff, that's making it more difficult. What you need to do is do the stuff and then 
you know, yeah. that will give you opportunities to for making that. friends. She kind of almost has to learn that. how to make friends. Though. She's never done. Well, it. I don't mm. know if you do. I think if you if you take the focus off that and, and I think what she needs to do is. And I think all of us, when we get to in our 60s, you guys, you babies wouldn't know that yet. Oh, you would. Um, <laughs> pointing at children. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're nearly there. Ah, but like, you do get to a stage anyway. And I mean, she's had a bereavement. But that in your 60s, your life changes, you know, mm-hmm. because you generally perhaps are retiring or your, you know, your relationship, you know, your kids are gone. If you have kids, they're not, they don't need you all the time. It might be gone, but they don't need you all the time and all the rest. So there is a kind of always a kind of reinvention, I think, that can potentially happen in your 60s. And I think that's where she's at. So I think what she really needs to do is probably look inside and, and really, and this is something she probably hasn't done since she was maybe in her teens. What is it you're interested in? What is it the things that make you passionate? What are the things that make your heart sing? What do you like to do? You know, whether that's I just love reading, go down to your local library, hang out there a little bit more. If you want to learn something, it's never too late to take up something. So if you always wanted to learn how to paint or write or whatever, go and do that and make it happen. Because the the beauty of where you are right now is that you seem to be still well and and you're, you know, you're active and you're enthusiastic. So you freedom, you freedom to do whatever it is that you want to do without having to think of anybody else. So I think give a lot of thought to that and exploration around that and then start doing things. And it is jumping in at the deep end. And it's not easy when, you know, none of us, even those of us who appear extrovert, don't necessarily find it easy to walk into a room where you don't know anybody and start talking to people. But once you've done it once or twice, it will become easier. And I think then you probably will make friends. And this is presuming um, that she's in a position where she could do that. Because, you know, if you're, if you're down the country and you're you're kind of remote from people, it's really difficult. I was thinking really about difficult. that. Yeah, but again, what the balance of that is very often in rural areas. There's a the far the stronger sense of community. Yeah. Sometimes it's easier yeah. to get lost in the city than it yeah. is down the country where yeah. your community is tighter. But I would say that. I would say explore. I mean, Ireland's a great place for festivals and stuff going on and theatre and book festivals and all kinds of things. Anything that passes your in. And even if you're not sure if you're interested, go along and see. And you'd be amazed that you'll Meet people the, naturally. The other people who are at the same yes, stage exactly. or other people who exactly. are doing it for the same reasons exactly. as you. And it doesn't have to be all out in the open. Hi, yeah. I'm here looking for friends. And don't yeah. put the friendship thing first. Put yeah. the enjoying what you're doing first. Yes. And then friendships yeah. will happen naturally. Yeah. It's yeah. Not yeah. A few suggestions actually come, have come in on that. John and Cork says volunteering, volunteering is good to is make connections. Good, yeah. uh, someone else says check out the local community development project or health action zone. They'll offer a range of stuff like walking, yoga, dance classes, choirs, coffee mornings, etc. And Duncan says one of the best ways to meet people is to join a choir. Oh, yeah, great socially, cool. great yeah. for well-being. Uh, get onto the Sing Ireland website for details of choirs around the country. And uh, as I understand it, there's loads of them. Yeah. I don't think you even need to be Do able to sing a bit. No, yeah. it's a choir. You know, it covers. Be, yeah, yeah you, you get covered there. Yeah. Uh, uh, though somebody else says, I'm 53. I was withered at 49. Making new friends is very hard and I find you're never included at weekends with our couple friends. Yeah, but that's why I think this whole reinvention thing has to take place. You have got to go out and make new social circles and new social connections outside of the people that you were friends with when you were part of a couple. Because that that is true. Like that does happen. Has anyone invented a cure for snoring? I hear people talking about how bad males and snoring are, but I'm a male listener with a wife whose snoring is driving me mad. I cannot sleep beside her at night anymore, so I've spent the past few weeks moving from our bed onto the sofa. She doesn't believe how bad the snoring is, and the topping continues to cause some major rows. We're a couple in our 50s. Help. Listen, it could be worse. She could she be, be farting. Be farting. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was my line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It took me so long to think of that. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I know there's lots of remedies that are out there, like marketed as being remedies for snoring. You know, yolks you put on your nose and whatever yeah. else. I don't. I I don't know if they're um, if they work or how successful they are. I think the biggest problem always with when one person snores and the other person doesn't is that the person who snores is blissfully unaware of the fact yeah, that they snore, have themselves. no idea as to yeah. the discomfort it's causing the other person, and so and they can't really unwilling to even because make there's no problem little, as far yeah, as they're they concerned. A, they're asleep. So no what's your problem wearing a thing an uncomfortable yeah. thing up their nose or a snoring ring or any of these you know yeah things. exactly so that's exactly it it's, it's proving to the wife that the the snoring is happening that's what phones are for <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. you know phones just yeah. record oh, them record. Yeah, back yeah, to yeah, them yeah 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 true Get it to record then yeah I mean again it's kind of you know you, you, the, the sound off it, can, it won't give the true impact anyway because it's like oh you're just a bit too close to me no yeah. I'm actually downstairs yeah. <laughs> we can hear you down the kitchen I couldn't yeah. bring the phone any closer because it was shaking in my hand <laughs> um, but the, you, look that's exactly it it's, it's proving it the, 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 the impact I mean obviously in theory most people understand the impact that snoring has on, on, on people who are sharing a room Um but it's recognising that you're the source. And if you are the snorer, um, you know, and if you're unwilling to try clips on your nose or whatever the other things are, or even if you do try them and they don't work, like, it's not something you're doing consciously. So it's very hard yeah, to kind of say, hard. sorry, dear, I'll stop snoring now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I sometimes think maybe if you get a higher pillow, if your head's up higher, would you be less likely to snore? And I also know from my own personal experience, not personal experience, experience in our bedroom at night, is that alcohol makes snoring a lot worse. Yeah, it makes everybody snore. Yeah, if he's yeah, at a couple, certain, yeah. And, and, and there can foods be underlying can. health conditions as well. So, I mean, like letting somebody just snore blissfully, you know, for all eternity, isn't always doing them a favour because yeah. it can be something underlying that can be, that can be, Discovered, I was going to suggest maybe, and I, but I mean, again, save your rouse for something like really important. <laughs> yeah. um, but you no, know, somebody's texting in to say, I'm a female who snores. It helped that my partner recorded me. So yeah. that if they get over the, he, yeah. she doesn't believe it, that's yeah. you know, maybe a sign of progress to some degree. Yeah, true. Um, the other thing is, I was just going to say, maybe if you could encourage her to keep a diary of foods or drink so that she because very often certain foods trigger worse snoring or certain mm. drinks trigger so she, she might be able to work out what she's eating that actually makes the snoring worse if it's worse sometimes than other times and it's, again again all of these kind of interventions are things that require an effort yeah. and the efforts will not come until you know you make her realise without a row about it and I mean the other thing well, is well I know you... God help him he's tetchy he hasn't slept in weeks yeah, you know, exactly. he's, yeah. he's, he's sleep deprived yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean the other thing thing would be if he could I mean I know he says he sleeps on the sofa so I'm assuming there isn't a spare room but I mean mm. that is the other thing if you can if you can take some part of the house and even make it as a temporary area where you can sleep at night um, you know you don't need a bedroom but you need somewhere yeah. where maybe a bed or a sofa bed that you could sleep on at night well that's the other thing do you know yeah it's always good to have them little you know every now and again not sleeping together is, is good it's a good thing yeah. I would recommend it not yeah. all the time obviously no. but just never now and again the bath uh, the <laughs> amount of uh, comments we've got though about the farting 
Really? A lot of People str- are gas, aren't they? A lot, ha, of, ha, ha, lot ha. of strident views on this. You won't enjoy a lot of these, I'm afraid, Barbara. Will I not? Uh, no. First are one people is, getting at me? Uh, no, not getting okay. at you. Get rid of her now. Oh, Girl farts are the smelliest. This will only get worse. Your life will be a misery. Run like the wind, they say. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> uh, farting in front of anyone, partner or not, male or female, is rude and obnoxious. Ah, don't be silly. Uh, breaking wind is normal, but not in my company and not when I'm eating. It's disgusting. Not if I was 50 years married keep it to yourself and do it discreetly it's called respect uh, Catherine says oh come on I'm with him my boyfriend farts excessively too until you're with someone who does it to that level it's difficult to understand it's nothing to do with gender it's just the intensity of the mustard gas uh, oh, coming your way he uh, never mentioned mustard gas now no. so I'm thinking maybe there isn't a lot of mustard gas going on yeah. here uh, tell her to go out for a long early morning <laughs> walk and let it all out uh, I don't think it works like that it'd be like great that. if it worked like that uh, yes. it? Yeah. Uh, Mick says ah Jesus I'm with my partner six years and we don't fart in front of each other, That's especially lovely. at the dinner table. At least go to the loo or outside. Yeah, the dinner table is one that I would have. Yeah, yeah. I, if, I'd prefer if people didn't fart at the dinner table. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, le- let's face it. Uh, some of us uh, fart more than others. Uh, we have yeah. more delicate stomachs and benefit from di- from digestive aids like fennel or mint, etc. This guy oh. needs to research food remedies, uh, says Sue. Oh, that's that's practical advice. That is practical. Then again, she, if she doesn't see it's a partner uh, problem, then yeah, I got she doesn't want to hear of here. Yeah, yeah, chew a load of these. Uh, that, uh, another texter says, best thing that fart hater can do uh, <laughs> is to have a few high fibre days, then drop the bomb in front of her. Job done, lesson learned. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> Do you think? That's, that's like if there was okay. ever like wow. for the psychologist, that's how a male brain yeah, yeah, works. Totally, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, and Sue says, "OMG, I'm single and in my sixties, and an inveterate farter and snorer. There's no hope for me." Good woman, yourself. Honesty is adorable. I like that. Barbara and Declan, thank you both very much. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, appropriately, squeaky bum time. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.